0: All right, my Darklings, who's ready for their clone overlords? Or maybe, just maybe, you didn't get enough of conspiracies last week and you thought, geez, let me send a crazy conspiracy to Dave this week and see if he's dumb enough to talk about it. Well, guess what? I am. We're talking about that and so much more. And if you don't like it, well, that's the way the cookies crumble on tonight's edition of the Paranormal 60 News. My little darklings, welcome back. Thank you for being here. I followed you and watched you all watch the show live on Monday, the pre-recorded episode. And I was so pleased to see that you guys were enthralled by the topic as much as I was. I want to thank Jody Dane again for joining me and all of the delightful comments uh and messages and private messages you've all sent me about that topic. Thank you so much. I do appreciate that more than you possibly know. We've got an interesting evening, but before we get too interesting, let's bring in the people that help make this show interesting. Ladies and gentlemen, my right-hand man with the plan, Chachi. I am here. Excellent. What are you drinking tonight, Chachi? I can't even believe
1: I'm about to say this out loud. I'm in a hotel and it's a dry night,
0: Dave. Are you in the town of Footloose? Are you not (laughs) allowed to dance or drink? (laughs) Yep. I can't dance or drink tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, the Greatest American Hero is with us as well. The Colonel checking in. How goes it there, Dave? And Chachi, sorry to
2: hear about the uh, situation you're in. I know it's a hard one. Uh, Gosh, wish I could help you. Uh, The only thing I do is is drink to your um,
0: pain. Are you drinking some more of that Maui Waui beer? Yeah, Maui Brewing. Good (laughs) good stuff, yeah. Wait, what's that? Yes the connections have been made ladies and gentlemen going somewhere above this planet hovering in a tin can our own major tom that's right greg lawson is here the paranormal wow. detective wow. greg you've taken control of control. control one i like that very good what yeah. are you drinking tonight greg
3: well you know i have a little bit of a uh, mixer
0: a uh, mixer with a little rum and a little coke sweet tea is in the house what are you drinking for us this evening sweet tea
4: I'm pretending to drink a bee's knees, but it was gross, so I'm drinking wine.
0: This week, after last week's news, uh, I was sent some conspiracy theories. I was sent some really strange stuff, and this might be my brand new favorite nut job conspiracy theory. Are you guys ready for this? Yes. And luckily, I was able to do my own research because I happen to have 400 boxes of these at home. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) Oreo. It is a Knights Templar Masonic sign. I, I'm sure what this really means is somehow this Oreo cookie embedded within the ingrained chocolate goodiness, there is a map to find the Templar's gold. <gasps> mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you look at it on this map, if you, you're not listening or you're just listening, not watching, we do have the picture of it up. You got the 12 rings for the 12 apostles, you got the Knights Templar that were founded in the 12th century AD coincidence i don't think so how about the cross of lorraine used by the early templar knights in the oval above the word oreo and then what is that circling the inside of the oreo why that's the templar cross right i mean everybody can see it it's plain as day that obviously the illuminati and the masons have taken over the cookie industry isn't anything sacred anymore good nothing Nothing is sacred apparently, except for Oreo cookies. Because you've seen that mm. the Templars have well, signed yeah, off on. Yeah, so I would, you know, I want to go to the people I trust most, and it was none of you. So I oh. said, let's bring Scott Walter back because hey. if anybody knows about the Templars, it's this guy. He's got a series called "Mysteries of the Knights Templar," mm-hmm. and it is on Gaia TV. You can check it out. We've got a link for it in tonight's program guide. Andy's got a lot of other cool projects we're going to talk about in a little bit. But ladies and gentlemen, to help sort out the insanity that is the Oreo mystery, Yay. Scott Walter's
5: back. Two weeks. Yay. Great to see you guys again. Thanks for uh, having me back so soon. And what 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 is the topic tonight, Dave? <laughs> well, cookies. Yeah, cookies, cookies. Cookies.
0: Starting off with Oreos, oh. guys. I sent <laughs> this picture That's over to Scott Walter. And I say, Scott, look at this lunacy! And what does he send back to me? Oh, yeah, I covered that in my book. (laughs) And sure (laughs) enough, he did.
5: It's in his book. No, I did.
0: Yes, yes.
5: What? What is going on here? Well, you know, first and foremost, you know, you talk about the Templar treasure and you know right. the 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 show that's on right now the curse of oak island these morons don't realize they're looking for the treasure. why don't they use the damn cookie it's right there <laughs> wow.
6: I didn't, in wow.
5: plain sight right yeah that's why
0: we're we're going to create our own movie called real national treasure and it incorporates <laughs> wow. oreos right there, there. You
7: go
0: could you ma- it's just like one night after the show i'm sitting here i've got a map spread out in front of me and i'm i'm drinking my my shot of screwball whiskey, and then I look down and I notice that the the cookie, and I rotate the cookie, and now it lines up with the map compass, and all of a sudden, Dave, sh- 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 come on. oh what, what am I uh, giving away secrets of your new TV it away. Come mm-hmm. on now, uh huh. All right, well let's you let's get into this.
5: Into the ori the order of the Oreo cookie, <laughs> and you you have to keep your secrets. Oh, and by
0: the way. I'm going to give away one secret. The high sign is this. Oh, uh, it is the dipping nice. of the Oreo. No, wow. you're a part of the you're mo- supposed supposed hey. You're giving away the secrets. Stop it. Please. I'm just being Scott Walter. Scott Walter sheds all the secrets. He puts them out in the light to be seen. All right. So all let's right. talk about this this craziness okay. that is the Oreo cookie.
5: Well, um, I mean, obviously, you've got a lot of strange symbolism that all seems to be coalescing here. And, um, you know, you talked about the 12 apostles, the 12 bars, the 12 dots, the 12 Templar crosses that appeared to be encircling the center area, which could be interpreted as being the, um, the tomb of Jesus, Mary Magdalene, and their family. And, you know, why do we say that? Well, if you look, go back to that last one. Yeah, wait. I just I'm let I'm letting it like a good Oreo
0: digest right now. That you just said that this is like the tomb of Jesus and his family. The Oreo is the gateway to the Messiah. Is what you're
5: saying? Yeah. I told you, the initiation into the order of the Oreo is is profound and deep <laughs> and important. Shockably and now I'm going yes. to reveal the secret. Now, if you look to the left, you see a beautiful AVM, which stands for Ave, Ave Virgo Maria, right? right? Many people equate that with Mary Magdalene, and they would be correct. Below that, you see the double-barred cross of Lorraine, which you mentioned, which mm-hmm. was the patriarchal cross that the Templars were carrying when they entered Jerusalem, when they first defeated, you know, captured Jerusalem back in 1118. Now, on the right, you have something that's different. And you have what we call a Chevron circle. And what is that all about? And, yeah, I just want you to know there's a difference between the ABM and the Chevron circle. And the difference is the Chevron circle is in the double stuff Oreo cookie, okay?
0: Uh, obviously.
5: <gasps> that's The all superior good. Oreo. Yeah. So what does that mean? It's double extra secret special. <gasps> oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Now, Dave. Yes. I want you to flash up that picture of and, and before we go too far of our panel here. How many raise your hand or no, you know, better yet, take a drink. Mm-hmm. If you mm. know what the Telpia tomb is, I I got one guy drinking. That's it. Ooh. Dave. You guys, two of That's us. That's right. Dave, you'd better be drinking. So you yeah. better flash the picture. Do you have it? I have it. Wow. Okay. This is um, what's left of the uh, front room of an underground chamber that dates back to the first century.
4: Did the Kibler yeah. elves make this? Is that who <laughs> built this? This was Um
5: A lot of people think this is an underground tomb that was financed by Joseph of Arimathea, um, who is very wealthy and apparently... Um, was very close to Jesus and Mary and, and their family. Now, I'm not making this up, okay? In 1980, when they were building, uh, there was construction going on, building apartments in the East Telpiot neighborhood, hence the name Telpiot tomb. They blasted the hillside and they discovered this first century tomb. Inside, they found 10 bone boxes. Seven of them were inscribed, six in Aramaic, one in Greek. And the names were names like, I'm not making this up, Jesus, son of Joseph, James, son of Joseph, brother of Jesus, Joseph, Matthew, Judah, son of Jesus. I'm missing one. Uh, Matthew, Joseph. I forget the sixth one that was in Aramaic. But the seventh one was in Greek. And it says, Maryamne, The Mara. The Mara is a title of honor, as in Lord, Master, or Queen. And Mary Emne refers to only Mary Magdalene in the Acts of Philip. So what you've got here is Jesus, Mary Magdalene, and Judah, son of Jesus. So when we talk about a secret, it was discovered in 1980. And of course, it was immediately suppressed, right? That's why you guys haven't heard about it but isn't this interesting? And what is also interesting is that these symbols that occurred on the Oreo cookie predate the discovery of this tomb. Now there's a lot of other reasons why this is the tomb of Jesus and Mary Magdalene and their family. I don't have time to go into it, but how did these people that made the Oreo cookie know about this before the tomb was discovered? Scott,
2: I had a quick question. Isn't that AVM um, symbol uh, depicted in the painting, The Last Supper, somewhere? Uh,
5: Well, actually, actually it is, but you have to do a little moving of the individuals in the picture, and you will make an AVM. Actually, what Da Vinci did is he hid Mary Magdalene and their son, in The Last Supper painting. And I could show you, actually, I could refer you to an interesting video about 10 years ago, a secret society that is unnamed, possibly the order of the Oreo cookie, but I digress, ah. released a video called The Last Supper Baby. And if you want to Google that, it's about two and a half minutes long. There's It's only music. And you'll... Crap your pants, seriously.
4: I don't want to do that.
5: I do.
0: <laughs> well, I then, have you have to for science else, and you
5: will be amazed.
3: I don't mind.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we're, we All know. the guys, know. all guys are on board for a good crapping. Uh, <laughs> if you learn about this. So, all right, this is Scott. Obviously, I send this original meme to you, expecting you to be like, "Oh, Schrader, people have way too much time on their hands," and then you sent me a page from your book. <laughs>
5: Where you and are then one I of those off the deep end, right? But hey, Dave, this falls this falls under the category of too many coincidences for this to be a coincidence, right? Right. I, I, I mean, what do you guys think? I, honestly, what do you think? You think this is BS, or you think there's something going on here? I I just find it the
2: amazing how they actually. So what you're saying is that they had that symbol on the cookie before it was actually dis- the tomb was actually discovered.
5: Correct. Correct. But what I will tell you, if you want to know, is that when they excavated that burial chamber, Mm -hmm. they found three skulls on the floor of the burial chamber um, that had been. um, I don't want to go too deep down the well, but what I will tell you is they probably were three Templar knights that died during the siege of Jerusalem back in the early 12th century who would have been honored to have their skulls placed inside the tomb in the east, west, and southern quadrants of the tomb, Uh, that's not a coincidence either. That's where the three highest officers sit in a Masonic lodge and in a Templar commandery, but as symbolic guardians of the royal family, of whom the leadership of the Templars in the 12th century were the ideological and biological descendants of. And the whole story of what happened with the Templars in Jerusalem isn't what you've been told. I'll just leave it at that.
0: I swear to God, Scott Walter, if you tell me that the name of those three Templar knights were Snap, Crackle, and Pop, (laughs) I'm never letting you back on this show
5: again. No, 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 Sweet Tea. There was one Sweet Tea.
0: (laughs) Oh, good. All right. That makes total sense.
5: Thank
0: you. So quick question for you. On the regular Oreo, the, what did you call it? The Ava what? Ave Virgo Maria,
5: ADM. That also looks a lot like the Masonic logo. Uh, you are correct, sir. And if you ask me, is there a connection? The answer is, yes, there is.
0: Is there a connection? There is. <laughs> Excellent. I like that. <laughs> good I can question there, Dave. That. You know, was actually,
5: that was actually a really good call. And, Dave, I'm going to have you hold that thought for a minute because it's going to come back when you least expect it. Right in, because, this conversa- in this conversation,
6: mm. um, mm-hmm. because
5: as
0: we discussed before the show, Scott goes, "You know, Dave, Oreos aren't the only ones that have got some hidden symbology, and
6: mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to show you a few others, and then I'm going to show you a real brain twister." And I said, "Okay, bring it on. Let's bring mm-hmm. it on the first one that we've got here is Nabisco,
4: who makes Oreos, right?
5: Oh, yeah. You right? see that oval, right? The ellipse? We Mm -hmm. have an ellipse in front of the White House, don't we? Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, must be a coincidence. And that cross of Lorraine, Nabisco, and what were the colors of that logo? That would be red and white. And what are the colors of the Templars? Red and white. (gasps) (gasps)
0: Mm.
5: Another coincidence, I'm sure.
0: Can I ask something? I don't mean to sound ridiculous at this, but as I'm looking at the cookie itself, i got to go back to the Oreo. Do we know anything about the letters in O-R-E-O? Yes.
5: It's funny you should ask that. Well, not
0: really, because that's what my job
5: is. (laughs) Well, let me just tell you what I wrote in my book. Please. That was was referred to me by a one Alan Butler, one of the most brilliant men I've ever met. Um, He's got a wonderful wife, Kate. He was a guest on our show, America on Earth, a few times. But he said the first thing that he offered was a Latin possibility for Oreo. uh, Ossuarium, Regina, Eternus, Omnipotence. And uh, his wife Kate is proficient in Latin and she said it was a perfectly good line for tomb of the eternal and all-powerful queen. Given the AVM, the Cross of Lorraine and the Templar Cross's symbolism, this queen could only be referring to Mary Magdalene. And who did I tell you was buried in there, whose uh, ossuary or bone box was carved in Greek? Double M. Mary Magdalene. Hmm. That's crazy. Now that now totally we're getting great. into, we're on to something now. Either that or we're on something. All right, hold, on.
0: <laughs> hold on, the paranormal detective wants to detect a little something. Yes, Greg, you have the floor.
3: You know the interesting thing is is the the uh, the underlying things that are not shared uh, amongst like uh, organizations and things like that, and one of them in um, homicide is there's no such thing as a coincidence. Exactly, when it comes to a homicide, you and are in this right. case, when you're looking at more than three things that all point back, humans are very symbolic. And um we're always sending messages and this is a perfect example of all the things that surround us all day long that we're just completely unaware of.
5: It's called hidden in plain sight. Mm-hmm. And I'll 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 tell you one thing that that I learned long before I became a Freemason. This probably was 20 years ago when um I was talking to some very enlightened Freemasons that I used to hang around with that are now my Masonic brothers. And I don't even remember um, the question that I asked, but he looked at me deadpan and he just said, if you're worthy of knowing, you'll figure it out on your own. And I always remember that because, you know, sometimes I think when we get to a point where we want to know the answer to something we're really close and it's, it's right there, we want to get the quick answer. But I, What I found is that if you just sort of sit back, you think you work on it a little bit longer, it'll come to you. And and I like to think that when it does, that means we were worthy. I don't know.
0: Very good. I like it. Well, let's look at some more hidden in plain sight. The American Lung Association. Wow. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. Fighting for air. They were buried under the ground. That's fighting for air. No, I never no.
5: thought of that. Oh. That's a good one. Well, just <laughs> a thought. And then here's the third one.
0: Yeah. Oh, this is my favorite. Ooh, yeah, yeah.
5: the Exxon logo. So explain this to us. Okay, so the way I interpret this mm-hmm. is you've got the cross of Lorraine, right, with the mm-hmm. two X's, and it's leaning to the left, right? And, of course, you got to remember that the Templar legend is that after the put-down, The Templars disappeared with their treasures. The King of France and the Pope were stymied. They got away before they could raid the treasury and and get the treasures. And, And the mystery has always been what happened to it. Well, this, this logo right here tells us that the Templars took their treasures and it's leaning to the left, which is to the West across the water. The blue represents the Atlantic ocean and What is far to the West, North America, what they called the New Jerusalem. Um, Francis Bacon, Brother Francis Bacon, called it the New Atlantis. Um, The tradition also called it the the new Free Templar State. What we now call it today is the United States of America. Not familiar. I don't. uh, Is that far from here? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, what do you not think, guys? Party. Is that is that going? To, is that a is that a bridge too far? No, that
0: is cool. Cool stuff. How there's so many things that are hidden in plain sight for you to see. I, exactly. I, you know, knowing you, and there are secrets I will not divulge. Knowing you, and you've pointed out some interesting things to me to look for. Now I see some symbology in items that I never noticed before and it's been like wow holy cow maybe they do know something so it's it's been pretty cool following your lead in reading your books and then it kind of awakens you it awakens you to seeing patterns in a different way i I liken it to i got a 3d camera and i learned to start taking 3d pictures because i you know i just thought it looked so compelling and interesting and what i noticed was after a while, you start seeing in in a 3D form of how a picture would look better. And it's like reading your books and seeing some of the storylines and some of the things that have been there. Now, when I look at things and examine it, it's like you can see the story in multi-layers that's been laid out in front of us for a long time in a lot of famous documents and paintings and and, uh, public locations. Uh, So I'm always thrilled to get a chance to see some of this stuff. Now, I do want to say, I mentioned that with a little bit of trepidation, there are a few churches, medieval churches in Europe, where there have been things that have appeared like an astronaut. And you could see this. It's very clearly a NASA astronaut. And people are like, see, this is proof. However, if you do more research, you find out that there was a point where they were reconstructing part of that facade because it had fallen apart and collapsed. And when they rebuilt it, the church said, let's add new things that have happened since the formation. So they included the astronaut. And so people make a lot of leaps of assumption without finding out the history behind some of these, these pieces. So I'm always fascinated by looking at the multi-levels of what's going on and then trying to find the story behind them. So I encourage people to do that. And if you have a hard time with it and would like more, maybe you should watch Mysteries of the Knights Templar on Gaia. And thank God we've got a link for that on tonight's program guide. But, yeah. as, if, but as if one show wasn't enough, Scott's got another show called Mysteries of the Knights Templar, Holy Grail Legends. When is this coming out? No,
5: this is, this is the episode that aired this week. So we have 10 episodes, Mysteries of the Knights Templar. That's the show. Oh. But each one of these is a different episode that's every week. We've had a total of five episodes so far. we got five more. And this week's is, is uh, what, Mysteries, uh, Holy Grail Legends. Gotcha. Very cool. Yeah. And then and then he's got his new
0: book, Oak Island Knights Templar and the Holy Grail Secrets of the Underground
5: Project Revealed. And when is that book going to finally be out and available? probably around March 1st. My publisher is just doing the finishing touches. I've looked at a couple of uh, layout designs and I'm going through it right now and it's coming together really good. But I will say this, and Mm -hmm. I'm curious to get your thought, guys. You know, the show Curse of Oak Island is airing right now. And the guy that I'm writing this book with, they have contacted him multiple times to try to get him on the show to share the stuff that we have, but he said no. Um, He and I have an agreement. But one of the things that we're not going to do is reveal everything that we have, because once you publish it, they can take it, they can use it on the show, make millions of dollars, and we get paid nothing. Mm -hmm. So what we're going to do is we're going to cover up some stuff. We're going to redact certain things so that when the show is over, we'll come out with a second edition, and then we'll reveal everything. But I'm going to be honest with people and say, this is why we're not sharing everything. Nothing against the brothers. But look, there's nothing there. Okay, it's gone. And uh, we're just not going to give them free content. And I'm I'm dead serious about that. They literally are making millions of dollars bringing people in and just making stuff up and having a great time. Allegedly. Um,
0: Allegedly.
5: No, that's right. Allegedly. So if you want the secrets that Scott's
0: not willing to share, watch for the new holiday (laughs) Oreo triple stuff edition, where they will be releasing all the secrets of Oak Island on that. Hey, real quick, I do want to make a quick mention. We've got to buzz through these and then get to your last big reveal. Uh, For all of our listeners out there that love to travel, love to see historic, amazing places, and wish Wish you could go with Dave Schrader, but damn it, all of his trips are always sold out. Well, the second best guy is available. Scott Walter has the path of initiation exploring uh, the initiatory traditions in Spain and Portugal. It's going to take place May 16th through the 27th, 27th? of yeah. 2024. Uh, there Again, we have a link for Scott's website. All this information is on that. Then if you want to go out in June, you can quest for the Holy Grail in Scotland. And June we'll be 28th. on that one too. Yep, and these are all Scott Walter programs. And then France, the Knights Templar, the Cathars, and the Lost Treasure Tour, October 2nd through the 13th. (sighs) There's only 17 spots available right now. Yeah, and there's
5: less than that now. So tell people to hurry up and sign up. But get in touch with me if you're interested. It's going to be fantastic. We are going to be initiating people, um, teaching them about all this. What we're going to do is give them, as you alluded to, Dave, The eyes to see, and once you understand the symbolism, the signs, symbols, and tokens that are out there, you'll never see the world the same way again. It's like you're driving down the road, you're going, "Ah, "I get it now." So it's it's really good stuff, and they're a lot of fun, and everything is done first class. Haley does an amazing job setting these up. It's it's going to be a blast. So
0: check it out. We can all put on our glasses and see the world in a new perspective. (laughs) All right. So our final adventure together is here. You told me about a painting that you thought was pretty interesting and with the popularity of the Da Vinci Code and all of the things that we've kind of been told over the years, you dropped a new bomb on me. So let's start there.
5: Okay. So why don't you throw up the painting and then I want you guys to tell me what you see And if you don't know what this is, I can explain it to you. But um, that's, of course, the Virgin Mary in blue back there. Um, And that is supposed to be uh, Jesus on the right and John the Baptist on the left as children. And that begs the question, who is that pretty woman sitting over there on the right with auburn hair in orange, uh, dressed in orange and green? Anybody care to guess?
0: No. How about you, Colonel? You got any insights? No,
5: nothing.
0: Okay.
5: Chachi? Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Oh, go ahead.
0: Nothing from Chachi, apparently. No, um, me. how about you, Greg? Please. You want to fathom a guess there? Um, mm, John's mom. <laughs> John's mom. Interesting. Okay. like a, um,
5: you know, maybe they're just having a play. Day. I, yeah, looks like uh, a play day to me. I don't know. I'm going to give don't... you guys a clue, a couple okay. of clues. All right. The colors in art um, of Mary Magdalene. Right. Her clothes are always orange and green. Ah. Green for her Celtic ideology and um, tells something about her heritage. And orange is the region in France that she disappeared to, according to the legend, after the uh, crucifixion, when she escaped to Egypt, gave birth to her second child, and then uh, escaped into uh, in southern France in the Orange region. So that's Mary Magdalene. But that creates a huge problem. What is the problem?
0: She's Cougartown.
4: Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> She's older. Town.
5: Yeah, but the problem is, in, in this painting, that is supposed to be Jesus and, and John the Baptist, right? Right. And that can't be because Mary Magdalene and Jesus and John were contemporaries in age. So if that's not who they are, who are those children? Ah, Jesus
4: yeah. Jr., John
0: Jr. Oh, is it Judah and Walt? They're two children?
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, you're right about one. It was Larry. one on the right. The one on the right. <laughs> the Mm-hmm. is the the son that Mary Magdalene had with Jesus. His name is Judah. That's correct. But who's the guy on the left
6: uh,
1: that,
5: she's, that she's pointing
3: to? He's a little bastard. Is that the anti
0: judah okay, If bomb, we have an anti-Christ,
5: guys. is it an anti Judah? <laughs> no, here's the bomb. You ready? Yes. Ready. That is the son that Mary Magdalene had John the Baptist. What? Now remember. She's awesome. The Essenic tradition. <laughs> of, <laughs> the Ascenic tradition of the first century. That right. Mary and Jesus and John. Were all a part of. Right. To be a rabbi in the first century. You were. Number one. Required to be married. Number two. You were required to have a son for secession. This is not a debate. This is not a discussion. This is fact. So what happened was Mary Magdalene was married to John the Baptist. They had a son. His name was Jesus. That's who that is on the left. When he was beheaded, the priestly line went through the feminine, through Mary Magdalene, and a family member of John's was obligated to marry her. And that's what Jesus did. And they had another son. So that's who is depicted in this painting. Now, if you look at Mary, you see how she's pointing? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wait. Now, if I rotate that like that, there's your ADM and your compass and square. Uh, Oh, yeah. And she is pointing to the initiator, remember, It was John the Baptist who initiated Jesus, right? Baptized. Baptized
0: Baptized. him,
5: right. So now uh, Leonardo da Vinci painted this in 1493, and he presented it to the Church of the Immaculate Conception. And when they saw the painting, they looked at him and they said, F you, do it again. So he did.
0: Oh, Oh, What's different? No pointing hand. I love this game. Circle the differences between the two pictures. I was always good at this at Denny's. Uh, yeah. Well, the hand uh, is
5: gone. That's no right. more. No more orange.
0: She's got no the more wings. orange. She's
5: got the wings on her on her back now. She's got the wings. Can't have Mary Magdalene in there. That's an angel. Uh, huh. What else do we notice? There's a cross. The cross. Yep. And the halos. See the halos. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. On the children. Jesus, John, and Mary, the Virgin. Now, that painting is hanging in uh, that church in France, and the first one is hanging in the Louvre in Paris. Mm -hmm. So now you know the secret that Leonardo da Vinci preserved in that painting, which is something you've never heard before, have you? Nope. No. That is the secret that we were allowed to reveal in my, um, which book did I reveal? Oh, who's in cryptic code?
0: <laughs> I forget, he forgot because he forgot the code to crack the cover of his but book. You,
5: but you know what? Everybody missed it, nobody
0: caught it. No, that is pretty amazing. Uh, however, we do have uh, one of our listeners who challenges your theory and oh. thinks he can identify who the two children are. Uh, Will Farrell <laughs> and John C. Riley. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You good. called me out.
5: What the hell? Yeah, we
0: Did we just become that was, best
5: <laughs> holy friends? Wasn't that Step Brothers, that movie? Yes.
0: Oh, yeah. it was yeah.
5: great. And they uh, were wearing, and Will Farrell was wearing that Pablo Cruz shirt. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. That was one of my favorite bands in high school, and I saw him about three years ago. It was
3: fantastic. Excellent.
5: Well, so, Scott Sweetie, Walter. what do you think? Uh, wow. I don't know what
4: to
5: think. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where depending on, you know, what your belief systems are and your, you know, your proclivities as far as these big questions go, sometimes it, it's hard for people uh, to fit that in their brain, but you got to admit there's some pretty cool stuff going on there. And if nothing else, um, I'm hoping that it just makes people sort of, Think outside the box. How about that?
4: Listen, if you talk for five more minutes, I'm convinced. That's it. That's
5: <laughs> okay, saying. well, let's go. <laughs> I, I love how the fact that
0: when I ask Scott to come on, he goes, I'll come on, but I'm not just going to talk about Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> he has to give me good stuff, too. So, he just no. he refused to be, all right, listen, I'll take your stupid Oreo bet, Dave, but we're going to talk about <laughs> other important things. We're going to amp it up a challenge, challenge accepted. Very cool. <laughs> Well, cool. uh, Scott Walter, thank you again so much. We have a link for Scott and his shows, and we look forward to talking to you again, Scott. Hopefully, we'll give you a couple weeks off before we need to call on you to, Aww, to help us understand okay. more. Maybe secret. next week. Look no, at this. The is what's behind going on Marty. At the Colonel? <laughs> I don't know. The Colonel's celebrating in a big way.
5: <laughs> I'm just so happy. I've just <laughs> learned something new. That's awesome. Cool. Thanks well, thanks so for having me, guys. It was great to see you again, and uh, we'll do it again soon, okay? Please. Sounds great. Hey. Thank you very much, sir amazing
0: stuff, isn't it, guys? You feel yeah. like you you got a handle on stuff, and then, like I said, I totally sent him that Oreo meme as a, a good laugh, <laughs> and then when he sends me a page from his book, he's like, I don't think you should laugh so easily, Schrader. So she yeah. goes, I'm like, what kind of rude moron? And he goes, <clears throat> <laughs> and I, I must have skipped that page in the book when I was, I don't remember Scott Walter writing a, any book that had Oreos in it. I'm pretty sure that would have been my favorite of all. <laughs> seriously you guys could take a break while we take this little commercial break we'll be right back right after this today's episode is brought to you by better help what's the first thing that you'd do if say you had an extra hour in your day would you go for a run maybe take a nap read a book or just show up for a friend a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time and the question is time for what If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're like me, you think, I can get through a lot. And we can. We're a resilient species. However, there are times that we need to reach out that hand and get a little help from somewhere else. That's what I did with BetterHelp. Learn to make time for what makes you happy, my Darklings. Get better help. Visit BetterHelp.com P60. Do that today. You're going to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot P60. It's time to take control of your life. Dave's here rooting you on, and if I can do this, you can do this. Let's do this together. BetterHelp.com slash P60. There's a link for it on today's program guide. Hey friends, it's available now. My brand new book, Theater of the Mind, Tales from the Darkness. If you want cool, creepy, and very weird stories that you can read and share with your friends, family, and children, this is the book for you. If you'd like to order a standard copy, only $20, signed copy, just $30 plus $7.95 shipping and handling. Where can you order it? At paranormal sixty? Dot .com that's paranormal60.com we will have the digital version coming out hopefully within the month and the audio version within the next 45 to 60 days but right now the paperback edition is out and available you can get it on amazon or you can buy it direct through my website and get the signed copies and please do me a favor if you get it from amazon make sure to rate and review the book after you read it if you love it give it 5 stars and great compliments if you don't take that secret to the grave It's time to shift the paranormal. I said shift the paranormal. We're going to be back at the Palmer house and I'm going to be there with Dalen Spratt from the ghost brothers, ghost brothers, lights out, ghost brothers, fright club, and more. Dalen and I will be shifting the paranormal, communicating with the dead and we would love you to come out. There are only 10 tickets that remain for the weekend event, two nights of paranormal investigations, two days of cool, presentations, talks, and a live gallery session with a medium. We'd love to have you there. We'd love you to come on out and spend some time with us. You can get more information about that at darknessevents.com. Welcome back to the program. This is the best in paranormal programming. This is the Paranormal 60 News. My Paranormal 60 News crew is on hand. Chachi, the Colonel, Sweet Tea, and Greg. We're all here. We're drinking, and we're here to have fun with you. We've got some weird stories to cover in this last section of the show. Greg, it's hmm. time for you to take control of the capsule and tell us what the big news is this week. I feel like I should.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we've uh, been seeing a lot of stuff on uh, Buzz Aldrin, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, reliving all of uh, his exploits and stuff as a uh, as a American hero and, and astronaut. Right. And uh, there's a lot of stuff going around on social media right now that uh, has him quoted as saying things like it didn't happen, uh, we didn't go there, and that sort of stuff.
0: So, yeah. Great. It's, we talked a little bit about that last week, talking about the, the moon hoax and conspiracy. And then right. I said it's weird that this video has been zipping around, and I, I admit it, I haven't had a chance to go out there and fully involve myself in researching and looking into how much of this is true, what is being taken out of context. And you took that on as a bit of a challenge, Greg. What did you find out for us?
3: Yeah, I, uh, I took kind of a deep dive on this thing, being a uh, NASA guy and all. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the interesting thing is, is, as you look at uh, uh, some of these that are being passed around, there's there's one uh, that was recorded at the Oxford Union, and I think it was pretty recent, Um, and, uh, uh, somebody from the audience had asked him a question and the response, the audio response on the video is it didn't happen. So they were asking about the moon landing and that sort of thing. And the audio response in that video is it didn't happen. Now, what I find interesting about this is if you're looking at this video and you look at it for any amount of time, and then you kind of scroll through some other stuff, some more Buzz Aldrin videos pop up. Imagine that. I'm not sure. You know, it's like magic. It's a uh, it's a coincidence, right?
0: Kind of a famous and, guy, you know. So
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, and that, there's another one. There's a really cute one with a the little they, girl. It,
0: Real quick, didn't if I remember correctly, when he said it didn't happen, they were referring to Apollo 11, right? right, which didn't land on the moon. So he was like, "Well, that didn't happen." So people are just, "Oh, the, the moon landing didn't happen." He was just referring to the one flight that did not go there. Well, uh,
3: we can talk about the national book festival
0: Yes, uh, with
3: the the little girl, you know, and, and she's asked him and why haven't we gone back? You know, she has this kind of a, a pretty adult, uh, question that she, she gives to him. And, uh, it, the audio comes back as we didn't go there. So, that just kind of makes you wonder, you know, you're watching this stuff. You're like, well, is he just getting older? And now he's forgetting the lies he's supposed to tell or is something else going on that the, the one on uh, Conan uh, is pretty good. And because he, the audio refers to animations. Now they were talking about animations because uh, when they were doing all this, obviously they couldn't have a camera crew sitting on the moon watching it land, or they couldn't have a, you know, camera crew doing those sorts of things in space, uh, so they were using types of animation to explain how things were happening, how things would work. Um, but yeah, on Conan as well, uh, they kind of add into that. Um, but but you asked me to do a deep dive. I told Joe would, and man, you can find uh, two hundred videos online of of him talking about when they landed on the moon.
2: So and, and didn't he didn't he like slug some dude for for yeah. for telling him that they didn't land on the moon?
3: Yeah, that guy that, uh, that guy's name was Bart Sibrel or something. like that. Simpson?
2: Simpson? Yeah, yes. yeah. It was
3: something like that. Simpson. Yeah. Yeah. He looks a little bit like Bart Simpson. Uh, uh, yeah. Buzz Aldrin, uh, that guy kind of got right in front of him and was accusing him of lying and accusing him of all this false stuff. And uh, and Buzz had just about enough, and uh, did what a good American hero should do, and punch you right in the nose for being an idiot. Mm. So um,
1: allegedly, you,
3: you know the funny you know, they- thing about that is I remember what all that happened, and um, the uh, the guy Bart uh, actually goes uh, on some shows after that, and he was talking about getting punched, and he was talking about the prosecutor uh, denied prosecution. Uh, that at at court they denied prosecution, and Bart says because Buzz is a celebrity. Well, no, that's not why it was, and that's not why it was written up. They decided not to prosecute because he was provoking him, and any reasonable person would take only so much <laughs> before they punch you in the head. And they went, "Yeah, you deserved every bit of it." <laughs> they did hmm. they, uh, uh, do that because he wow. was. He also. Mm-hmm. or part uh, apologize for behaving that way but he's still, he's still...
0: as he should
4: and...
0: <laughs> this is just going to keep donating money till we yeah. answer his question. So I'm just gonna leave the question alone until he hits that hundred dollar mark. Oh no, <laughs> no more no, <Ronnie>, money, please, no. <laughs> yeah, want want it. It. He wanted, he goes he says, I think the real conspiracy is that double stuff Oreos should be twice as expensive, yet they're not explain that.
2: exactly. oh man, that is that is
0: a good man. point. Makes you I, want talk about about I like that actually his, I like his other comment. If I'm being honest, the painting just proves Da Vinci had a type. <laughs>
6: <laughs> yeah, uh, wow. And, it
0: was uh, usually
4: a man, but yeah.
0: He really yeah. wants us to hey. weigh in on the old uh, birds aren't real. They're government drones, their eyes are camera, P.S. drinking, Summit, Saga IPA. Wanted Scott's input, but I'll accept anyone's opinion at this point. Uh, I'm sorry. When we have a major guest on, like TV's Scott Walter, I was so... Immersed in his conversation that I forgot to look over here, these. So I'm sorry for that. Um, but as far as your birds aren't real scenario, you sir are a loon, and that's a <laughs> real bird. So I appreciate all the donations to get to the truth. It was an expensive truth to be taught, but you now. But, but,
3: Man, every every time Scott comes on, I'm just think about a thousand questions I want to ask him. He's a, he's a really fascinating guy. I want to. I have a couple of things I would love to share with him, but yeah. Well,
0: I what, hope they're not the yeah, news you keep sending to There's the rest of <laughs> Yeah. There's a couple
3: of things I'd like to
0: share with them.
6: So overall, what's that.
0: the, the deep dive you found was that a, those videos are all being truncated. They're being yeah. taken out of context. You're not understanding the full uh, breadth of the questions that were being asked. And yeah, yeah so that's a yeah, great point. And I did have quite a few listeners send me links as well to articles showing the debunked aspect of that. So thank you to all of our intrepid viewers First of all, and let me say this. Thank you to the viewers and listeners that send in and say, Hey Dave, I don't know if you saw this follow-up article or if you saw this, it was printed four years ago, you might it might have gone under your radar. Those I appreciate when I get, hey, you and your dumbass friends could spend about eight seconds online and have found the answer to that. <laughs> there's there's better ways to talk to us than that. I mean Greg and Sweetie, I keep, sure we understand you speak. Yeah, now. obvious. The wait. it happens. Yeah, huh. I, keep, I keep
3: sending that message to you. Nobody, nobody pays attention.
2: Well, you know what? <laughs> the one thing I'm really amazed of about is the fact that Chachi's in a dry county and
4: he's been drinking now. For Thank you. Ten minutes. Th- uh, multiple yeah. different kinds of
1: beers. Wait, where does the drinking come from? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Risley?
3: Uh, the, the fridge, the
1: mini fridge. will always find libations, okay?
0: Oh, is that why you got silent during that part when there was a picture up? Were you running to a local I ran like you would <laughs> the believe.
1: I need beer. I'm TV's Chachi. That's yeah, what he right. He yelled out the window.
3: He didn't yeah, run well. anywhere. That's You amazing. didn't run anywhere. I'm calling you on that.
0: Well, wow. Oh my <laughs> good God. Uh, so, listen... Uh, when it comes to the moonshot, and you weren't here last week, Colonel, I'm just curious what your insights are. Do you believe that we did, in fact, as a member of the military, do you believe that we did land on the moon?
2: Absolutely, without a doubt. And I'll tell you the reason why, Dave.
0: Okay, please.
2: Because for that many decades now, you would think that there would be at least a handful of individuals that said hey i was part of the studio i was in the studio i got a a rock from the studio that we filmed this at i know there's folks that say yeah there's evidence and you know uh, uh uh there is a you know various types of directors that were involved in in the in the filming of it but it's i i just think that it would have been something like look at roswell you know you have So after a certain amount of time, you start seeing people coming out saying, hey, man, I was there, I I saw it, da-da-da.
0: But you really don't see that as much with this. Well, I think what's what's interesting to me about that, and it's a great point you bring up, um, is you're right, it's hard to hide that much. But there is um, Stanley Kubrick, uh, after his passing, there was audio released of him talking about working for the government filming something and i've often wondered let me just throw this out to you all right we made it to the moon we sent film up there now do you remember in the 1970s and 80s when we first started going through um detectors at airports you had to tell them if you had film because if you went through the film would be wiped out so we shoot to the moon we pass through radiation belts could there be a chance that the footage was destroyed and what they did was refilm some of these scenes so that we would have that memory of what took place and have that. Do you, would you buy into that fact that maybe it was reenacted at a later time to preserve the memory of, of what actually took place? Chachi, what are your thoughts? <laughs> it's not what I was expecting you to say, Dave. Quite
4: <laughs> what, Chachi, uh, what are your thoughts? I Me mean, neither, but yeah.
1: here we that? are. Here we are, but, yeah. are yeah. I find that to be a very interesting thought. Now, is the purpose of that, Dave, in your question, that future generations who will have forgotten about the fact that we did or did not land
0: will have this memory of seeing this video? Is that your thought there? Well, I think it's that. I think it's double-sided, though, right? It's like, if you know, I've been there and I've got the picture to prove it. If you say, we went to the moon, where's the footage? Yeah, it was kind of destroyed through the radiation belt, um, you know that to me might call into question, and I think there was a lot of pressure to make sure that we had something. So I often wonder, you know, in some of the photographs that originally released, there were what looked like lights in the the visors that were uh, later removed. Could that be that those were studio lights for the reenacted shots, so that they would have? Because there's some really clean, beautiful pictures from that moonwalk. So Could there was. That's what they were doing. Go ahead, Greg. Yeah.
3: There, there was uh, uh, quite a bit of footage that was lost, uh, and they did do some uh, some cleaning up of a lot of the footage because it was very grainy. You know that 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 camera that they used uh, to watch uh, Neil Armstrong go down the ladder that was mounted on the outside of the the lunar lander, yeah. and just that camera alone cost two million dollars right there. Just that that one camera. Because it had to be uh, protected the way the way that it had ha- has to be in space,
0: but and, explains uh, why the picture and the video quality is so poor.
3: Two million bucks, boom. Yeah, and so it's it's, right. it's also being transmitted two hundred and fifty thousand miles back to Earth. You're and such it, an it, apologist. It, just, if like, if
1: wow. we hadn't gone, wouldn't yeah. our enemies, such as the USSR at the
0: time, have made a
1: big deal of the fact that they faked it? And they never came out and said that. Right. right. Good point. Right. Good point.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's what I said last week. You, uh, Russia and China have been past there, and they can see on the on the moon, and you can see the garbage we left behind, like the lunar lander and Warrior all the wrappers. Yeah, they would. If I, I firmly believe, if they were able to see up there and there was nothing, uh, they would have been the first to say, "Oh, America, oh, oh, yeah. full of money." That's my Russian.
6: Right? Well, especially
4: with the, you know, oh,
2: how competitive it was. it was trying to get the first person on the moon. Yeah. If there was, and Even today, if they were to be able to prove that that wasn't the case, I guarantee you they would say something.
3: So the Russians at that time were beating us at almost everything in space. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah. They still like, beat us.
0: They put a dog in space. We haven't. Snoopy, he can only go <gasps> so high on a softwood camel. Can we do that now? Yeah. yeah. And for you know, for someone from
2: NASA, even in the NASA uniform in Mission Control, to admit that—that's that's, that's mm-hmm. pretty big.
3: No, it was it was a big deal. We uh, we lost on a lot of different uh, ways. If you if you watch, um, uh, there's a Netflix show for all mankind, and it is Great an alternative. Show. It's an alternative history of that, and uh, I'm working on a project similar to that right now, so
4: cool see my thing is if they uh, were to do all of this like they didn't have the technology to fake it i don't think it's like mm-hmm. with uh with gimler gimlin, gimlin it's like the bigfoot footage it's gimler. like the old shut guy shut up yeah. shut up uh you you can't back then they didn't have the technology to fake how realistic it was yeah. and also i had to think i mean you got to think that they had to know that there was radiation to protect at least most of the film yep. to bring it back. And
2: then, you know, and then they have a capsule that comes in from, like, wherever it came in from the sky into the into the ocean to be able to film all that. You know, come on now.
4: Yeah, come on. That's
3: the a lot that of work. The
2: sky. <laughs> yeah, it came in oh, from yeah. the
6: sky. But they the heavens, to the
3: Yes.
4: Oh. Uh-huh.
6: So
3: y'all so, think they were using just film to record that? Is I don't that what know, you know what
4: they were thing? using, but I'm sure they knew enough to protect it yeah. to get back here.
2: Mm, well, yeah. yeah. And how much of it was actually transmitted? TV. Yes. So much. They don't,
3: there is a whole lot of weight when it comes to film. You don't want to tote.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh,
3: you don't want to tote a whole bunch of film around with you. You want to transmit that stuff. So. And yeah. I think
2: Buzz is referring to a fellow NASA
0: employee.
3: Well, you
0: know. No, good points. I like it. I it's worth having the discussion, right? It's worth talking about. Yeah, I, really. I'm more interested on the dark side of the moon. Um to see what's you know, the the album? music now. What? Oh, no, <laughs> no the, you know, the reports that there was something on the other side of the moon that they did see structure. The moon base is. Yeah, so that to me is is fascinating. I wish we could go a little deeper into that aspect. Could we uh, get listen, Scott
1: back on to talk about that? What? Could we get Scott back on to talk about that? He doesn't yeah. know, that, he know, know about that. He doesn't know.
0: There's some things he draws the line in. I'm the hard way. to believe. I don't yeah. know. I
1: find
2: that hard to believe. I'm sure. Did he, you ask he him? You didn't read my third book, <laughs> The Dark yeah. Side of the Moon.
0: Yeah. Is uh? By the way, they're re- re-releasing the Dark Side of the Moon special edition album later this year. I just saw Pink Floyd announce that. The mm-hmm. so, nutter
3: so. butter, peanut butter sandwich cookie. <laughs> All
0: right, let's move on. We've got two other things to cover here in the extended director's cut, Paranormal 60 News. Mine is a pretty short little story, but I thought this was pretty cool. If you guys are familiar with the actor, Jake uh, Johnson, or is it Jake Johansson? Gyllenhaal. I, Jill- I oh. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> no, that's not him. It's hmm. the guy from New Girl uh, and from uh, Jurassic World, uh, I love this guy. Great guy. Mm-hmm. He does the voice of Peter B. Parker and the Spider-Man into the multiverse uh, cartoons. Fun guy. He recently appeared on a podcast, and uh, I wanted to play this video and then discuss with you. So let's uh, let's take a listen to what happened.
7: Tell this story a lot, because I don't get it. Uh, I will sit next to my mom. We, I was in uh, fourth grade. Out of nowhere, my mother turns to me and goes, you're not going to school tomorrow. And I go... Mm. And when my mom growing up, she said something, just how well, it went down. So I was like, huh? And then I went, F- but we're going on a field trip tomorrow. We're going to Little Vietnam in the city. And it's just all eating candy and around. I really wanted to do it. So I go, but we're going on a field trip. We're going to Little Vietnam. I really want to go. And she goes, when do you leave? I go, first thing in the morning. She goes, when do you come back? I go, three o'clock. She goes, you're not in the school at all. I go, no, we get dropped off. We get on the bus. We come back at the end of the day. She thinks for a long time. She goes, you can go to school. The next day is a true story. May 20th, 1988. A woman walks into my elementary school through the door that my class was in. I used to get in a lot of trouble as a kid and I used to always talk. So the teacher pushed me in the far right corner. So I sat away from the other kids and I was right by the door a woman walked into the school wearing a robe and nothing underneath I know me I would have commented I would have said something I would have tried to show off I would have tried to get laughed. there's no question the room was empty she walked through walked down the hall walked into another room shot seven kids killed one of them true story to this day my mom cannot explain why she didn't want me to go to school when I've talked to her to this day and I brought it up to her a lot she goes I don't know Jake I just—I had a feeling in my gut. Kid goes to school, you're never going to see him again. Mom's well, awesome.
0: Dope mm. as usual podcast. Make sure you check that podcast out for the full interview uh, with Jake. But that is really, uh, really powerful, right? I mean, the yeah. mom picking up on something two days ahead of time,
6: yeah,
0: and knowing that she what she didn't want to let her son go to school. Uh, that's very strange. The premonition, intuition. What do you think, uh, Truss? Is there a difference between premonitions and intuitions?
4: Oh, I, I, I think so, there are. Yeah, sure. And who knows if there were either of those. Maybe she had some spirit telling her, absolutely not. Do not let your child go in. Who knows what that was? But it, wow. What?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> and still will be alive. And I mean, there's people like Seth MacFarlane was supposed to be on the second mm-hmm. plane. Uh, that hit the Twin Towers on 9 on, uh, right. Um You hear a lot about people that were supposed to be on planes. Look, well, on the Buddy Holly flight, who was it? Waylon Jennings lost the flip to Ricky uh, or... Um, Gervais. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. La Bamba, mm-hmm. Richie Valens. Oh. He's the one that lost the flip and could not, uh, you know, go on the flight. So right. that flight, it saved his life. Um, you know, and, and you hear a lot of these kind of stories where people just miss... Having something troublesome happen. You know, they built the entire movie serial of, you know, uh, Final uh, Destination. Yeah, Final Destination yeah. based on these kind of concepts. That if you get that premonition, you avoid it. Does death still stalk you? Is it still haunting you? Know,
2: you? The I heard Dave along that lines is some of the folks that were supposed to go on the plane mm-hmm. on 9 11 um, that ended up not getting on the plane for whatever reason. Ended up dying. There's a there's quite a few number that died within like a year or two of that.
4: Really, I haven't heard yeah. about this.
2: Yeah. And you know, Dave,
0: I wonder real quick. I wonder if that has to do with uh, the survivor guilt. I wonder how many of those um, might have been suicide. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That might yeah. be something we may
2: want to talk about one of these days. Yeah. That's wow. Uh, go ahead, Greg.
0: Please. You know, Dave. I, I think it was
3: in my. Seventh book, uh, messages from Mothman.
4: Hmm? I think
3: I have about uh, two that? chapters. Two chapters that cover this.
4: I don't know what that is. Yeah, really, that one right there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I have, I, 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 I've never seen this before.
3: Yeah, it's, it, it it's about uh, you know uh, how you recognize these things and instead of dismiss them, how you uh, identify those little red flags and assign meaning to them and uh, see how it changes your life.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I. I did, uh, you know, I I have, I've talked about it on the show before, so I don't want to get into it. And on New Year's Eve, 1988, I had premonitions of my mom collapsing, going to the hospital. She did, in fact, end up having a grand mal seizure going into the hospital later that night. I had no indication prior to that she was having anything wrong. So that was very powerful to me. Um, But I started thinking back and it was after 9-11 that this really struck me. I was home on 9-11. I was, uh, nursing one of the worst migraines I've ever had. Uh, and it was just brutal. And I remember like barely even being able to lift the phone up to call into work that morning. Uh, I couldn't see, I could barely see the dial. And I told him, I said, my brain is splitting open and I fell back asleep. And, uh, my wife at the time burst into our room and she goes, we're under attack. And it shook me and I woke up from it and I'm like, wait, what? uh and i'm thinking somebody's attacking our home something is is happening and she goes america it's under attack and my brain literally froze and i'm like what are you talking about and she turned on the tv and i i turn and i'm looking at the smoldering building and then there comes the second plane and i was tuned in for that moment and i thought wow that's that's really weird you know, to see this, it was so impactful and terrifying. But then all of a sudden I started flashing back. I was homesick from school the day the Challenger exploded. I was homesick from the day from school when they uh the the Oklahoma City bombing, like these massive migraines oh and headaches. So I, I often wonder, do we make an impression like the the random number generators can actually pick up that there is something going on in our universe days before it takes place? And the random number generator yes. is exactly as it is. So there should be no alignment. And these things are coming into, um, my understanding is they're coming into alignment in certain points leading up to major uh, tragedies or major incidents. Uh, as a matter of fact, I've, if I remember this correctly, and I'm sure 900 people will tell me I'm a buffoon and, and give me the right answer. But I believe they said that the death of Michael Jackson actually registered higher on these uh, random number generators than the 9-11 attack did.
1: Hmm.
0: And it began two days before his death, which is really kind of, of strange, but I digress. I just think it's weird. Was I picking up on yes that anguish and stress yes. days beforehand or the day of and sensing that that is because there's been so many of those tragedies. I've been home sick. So I'm either, a hypochondriac with good timing yes, mm-hmm. yes. Um, that, that is a good possibility fair mm-hmm. enough yeah. um you know or am i just that empathic that i was picking up it's so strange so, such such a weird deal where do you guys fall have you, Chacha, have you ever had a premonition and i don't mean when the horses are running hot or you're throwing dice in vegas but have you ever yeah. had a real premonition or gut instinct to do something or not do something and then it failed miserably or something happened and you're glad you didn't go So about 10 or 15 years ago, I used to have these
1: thoughts about plane crashes and I Uh used to travel a ton for work, 40 plus weeks a year. And it never failed that I was always on a plane a day or two before a plane crashed.
6: Mm -hmm.
1: We haven't had a thing, knock on wood here, we haven't had a plane crash in the US of a, a large commercial airliner in many, many years. But I used to always have this premonition that it was going to happen. And then it would happen about the time that I flew. Thankfully. I have and, and the weird thing is I probably like I said, that was five or, or ten or fifteen years ago. I haven't had one in years. Hmm. And we haven't had a large commercial airline air crash in years. I just always thought it was so weird. I don't I don't yeah. claim that powers. It's just why would I even feel that? And then it happened.
0: Yeah. What about you, uh, Colonel? Ever had premonitions, intuitions?
1: Well, I think
2: more intuition. Um, There was one time when we, uh, me and my wife, um, uh, we were RVing in Florida and uh, no, actually in North Carolina. And we had parked the RV at the RV place and beautiful park and everything. Plugged it up, started the air conditioning. And of course, you know, the next thing is let's go to a bar. So, um, go to a bar. Leave our little dog uh, Turbo in the RV, nice air-conditioned RV. And uh, so we're drinking, having a great time, great dinner, and everything. And all of a sudden, I'm like, "We got to go back to the trailer. Something's not right. I don't feel right. We got to go back." And my wife's like, "What? Are you kidding me?" And you know, Kim, my wife, she at a bar. She loves to to drink. So she's like, "We're not leaving." Mm. And so I'm like. So I'm like, yeah, we I, we really need to go. So um, drive back, get to the RV. Everything's dark. Uh, it, it's still daylight, but everything's dark in the sense of electricity. There's no electricity. And so uh, we go in. My RV is probably 80, 85 degrees inside because the air conditioning is cow! My yeah. dog's, like, just panting, like, crazy so if we wouldn't have gone back i'm sure another another 10 minutes it, it wouldn't have been good you know so i don't know what made me get that feeling because i mean the bar we were at had great electricity you know uh cold beers and everything so um i don't know just that's the one time i really felt i don't know what it is but we got to go back
0: so very cool how about you sweetie have you ever had a moment of premonition uh, uh something come through that you kind of sensed was coming
4: I don't know. I don't remember that stuff. Wow. I, and if I do, I immediately am like absolutely not. that's, that's interesting.
0: That's a
6: good
4: Shut idea. up, Greg. But <laughs>
6: yeah. I, I,
4: have, I, you should have seen
0: that happened. coming <laughs> sweetie. that should have yeah, been yeah, your premonition that Greg exactly. <laughs> No, that's
4: the thing. I don't have big event things. I have I know exactly how this person mm-hmm. is feeling and I don't like that and I don't like that person and I don't like Greg right now. Or in general.
6: No, no, I just meant in general,
4: but oh, like right uh, now especially. That's what I'm saying. She wow. got
3: angry, did you? Hear? She got angry.
6: No,
4: Greg, shut up. Greg, as
0: a <laughs> cop, as as somebody in the paranormal uh, as well, we've talked about this. Uh, I think a lot of cops get that gut feeling, that 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 instinct. um have, Has that happened to you a lot while on the job? That y- you just know something's coming before it actually happens.
3: Yeah. Um, when I worked SWAT, especially, um, when we're doing uh, fugitive warrants or, or tracking people and then end up having to clear houses and, and those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. But you know, I don't know whether it's, um, it's, uh, your skin picking up on the space that you're in and you, you sense movement, uh, subliminal, subliminally.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. I got a drink. If I had a drink, I drink. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
3: <sighs> ah. So, uh, you know, if if you're, if you're, yeah, sorry, Chachi, no more beer. (laughs) Um, I don't know whether it's just that you're just, you're very heightened awareness, Mm -hmm. Um, but I do know this, um, throughout the years, I I used to always tell Lynn, you know, what's our plan? What are we doing today? I don't, I don't like just randomly stumbling through the day. I want to know what, what we want to do. And, um, I have learned very much instead of trying to force things to to happen, uh, I'm very much more about maybe, you know, I, I want to do something, but something's in the way. Maybe I'm not supposed to do that. So I just kind of go along with whatever that other thing is like the Oreo cookie fund.
0: Matt Johnson. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, it's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. A yeah. lot of uh, military personnel I've spoken to. Yeah. Um, a lot of, of, uh, workers in emergency field fire department police i know i spoke to a fire chief not long ago and uh, again i'm very cautious with names i don't want to give them out because some of these guys get freaked out that people might know that they have some abilities or feel like they do and he had come in he had a couple of his guys try to call in sick that day and he's like no we're gonna need you we're gonna need you and they're like oh cap i don't know man i've this i'm really having a bad day and he's like yeah i think somebody's gonna have a worse day and we need to all be here today And, uh, they had a full compliment that day and a couple extras that had come in and he had them working on stuff just around the firehouse to keep them busy. And they got a really bad call. Uh, it was like a four family house, uh, townhome thing that went up quick. And because they were all there, because they had enough men, they were actually able to save everybody uh, and uh, and put the fire out. And it was really, he said, Dave, I, I honestly believe had I not pushed for them, we would have been a few men down and we wouldn't have been able to get all those kids and families out of the house safely and in time. So it is interesting that you start to get that. But I wonder, are people with that sensitivity drawn to jobs like that?
4: Oh, I think so. Because that
0: gift? Or, do they get that gift being prone to be in that job and being taught to become hyper aware? Does it start to, you know, like when you have other, um, you know, they say, if you lose your vision, your hearing and smelling start to improve, you know, is it the sense of you're, you're going in, you're, you're learning predictability, you're learning things, uh, as a police officer, an EMT, a fireman, that you, you do kind of awaken that sixth sense, so that yeah. you are prepared for this.
4: I Fact. think it can be that, both. That
0: is true. That, that is I think,
4: true. I think you can be called to it because you have that sensitivity. And I think that you can develop it once you're there. Yes. It doesn't have to be either or.
3: Agree.
1: Okay. What I've noticed, and, and we've got a lot of uh, listeners right now that are saying this. Often at this point in the show, many folks are getting a, a premonition or an intuition. I'm not sure <laughs> which one. As Greg continues to get redder and more purple, yeah. there could be a stroke or heart attack on the horizon. Oh, and no. I
0: I have to. Um, I'm not saying it. That's, that's just. Yeah, I do want to acknowledge one one listener who took the time to draw an art piece for us. What? And sweetie, you were not yet part of the team. Oh. Um, so and I I've had this in my folder and I kept meaning to show it, but since we're gonna go after Greg uh, and his his purple uh, face on this, I did think it's funny <laughs> that he created the P6 Mafia. <laughs> He's got me as uh, as Walter White. Uh, I, I'm guessing that's Jochi. With the uh, knit cap on from Ed, Ed and Eddie, uh, we all know who uh, Heyman is, the Grimace up in the corner, and the colonel, uh, the P6 Mafia. I think we should all get that tattoo on our arm. Done. Right. Oh. Yeah. Or chest. chest. You have to go yeah, full chest. prison chest tattoo. I yeah. like exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Greg is the only one that is not <laughs> <laughs> Greg, you, I think, came off better than Chachi.
6: Yeah, I, was
0: yeah, ask. Yeah, I, I, I don't
1: know that cartoon. What What is that character I'm looking at, Dave. The I, smurf, think, you, I, I think,
0: think you get the idea just from looking at it. Yeah, he's like a I'm baby a stoner. One. Okay, got it. Guys. Yeah, he's definitely the smart one. <laughs> yeah, cool. he's he's thank the you. talented one. Um, interesting stuff. Uh, I would love to hear from you guys. Put it in the comments if you're listening or watching the show later, put it in the comments. I want to know about your premonitions, your intuitions, and I do see some of you have been doing it in the live chat, so thank you for sharing that. But we want to hear more from you. And if you want to email me in a story of something that really impacted you, uh, as a matter of fact, I, I don't I'm going to do this, and it's tacky, but in my book, which is out and available now, <laughs> exactly. uh, Theater of the Mind, the first story is one of my all-time favorite stories that kind of talks about a premonition, but done in a really interesting fashion. Um, the, the the way they wrote it was really clever as well. Um, but the the fact is that this family received a phone call from an aunt who had been in the hospital in coma. And she was sobbing and crying about the fact that uh, JFK had been shot. And they were checking the news. Nothing happened. There was no news of John F. Kennedy being shot. And uh, for the rest, you'll have to buy the book. No, I'll give you a little bit more. Uh, The next next day, and they they called the hospital back to check on the sister because they were worried that, you know, she was there. She was in a coma. She'd come out of the coma to call them. And they assured the family that she had never come out of this coma. And the next day was November 22nd, 1963. So she called the day before the assassination to tell her family who were big, uh, kennedy fans but the story is much better written than i just explained it so you'll get a much better read out of it but that's just one of the amazing stories in theater of the mind tales from the darkness so go order a copy now you can find it at paranormal60.com we only have a few minutes left and i want to get to this last bit because sweet tea i I sent this to you about a week or two ago Mm -hmm. and we've had to cut things short but i want to get into this because cloning to me is really fascinating and there's some pretty big news i mean we know about dolly the 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 sheep uh-huh. old news boring blah 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 uh mm-hmm. let's get into what's going on now there was news breaking recently take it away sweetie
4: well the news is basically that the last uh what is it a rhesus monkey had just turned three that had success successfully been cloned go ahead have a drink that's fine yeah I'm and thinking of uh, <laughs> uh and they just delved it yeah okay they delved into the science of it and how it's you guys it's just not going to happen like there's no way to clone an adult they have to pull back the what's it called mm-hmm.
2: the family show family epigenetic. Yeah. epigenetic
4: epigenetic myelin- oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, all right you guys it's the dna once you become an adult once you start to grow as a person you have you're no longer an embryo your DNA changes, so right. they can't clone an adult. If they're going to clone anything, it's got to be a fetus. And li- who cares about a fetus? You don't know who that's going to be. You can't clone <laughs> yourself. So, like, well, I don't even. away from this artist? Yes, 100%. Like, who who wants yeah. to clone a fetus? Who cares what that thing is? I don't know what that person's yeah, going to be. You know what,
0: get all excited, Flipper. Can eight. you back off the mic a little bit? When you start going Me? into high-pitch mode, oh. you start wow, screeching wow. us all. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I'll you, just well, not say you know, anything.
4: No, no, My it's kid. good.
0: It's just when you get real anxious about stuff, it's like your mic goes. When you're panicking? Okay. Yeah, like you're panicking. You, yeah, take okay. a tea, okay. you,
2: you okay. know what, Sweet Tea, one thing that I found kind of interesting, and I can see this in the future. Mm-hmm. So they're saying that realistically as a cell matures, it starts developing in a way that makes it difficult to replicate it later on, replicate it later on. Correct. But what is to say, when you're born, or primary, before you're born, oh. they're like, let's take the cell out, oh. put it somewhere uh-huh. in the future as an insurance policy.
4: If you're not so the we, worst person on earth, maybe it we want to It may
2: not you. turn out to be Hitler, you know, mm-hmm, who knows. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, for a later date, we can use that cell to replicate him. Build another heart for him.
0: Build another kidney. You know, that's kind of what they're doing with me. A lot of places are taking the umbilical cord. Yeah, and they're they're saving. You can actually save.
4: Greg got uh, really excited about umbilical cords. Like, (laughs) settle down,
0: Greg. I got a whole collection of. They actually do that, and also that the fact is that you can use that stem cells for your own health in the future. But yeah, you would Mm -hmm. think that theoretically, then they could take that and clone a version of you. Now I understand, like Sweet Tea brought up that is going to mature and evolve and change. Uh, because I get it right. Like I was born, everybody's like, you were? are so tall and you're six feet and all your boys are six foot three, six foot four, six foot five. And I think, well, my mom smoked because in the sixties, you could smoke through a pregnancy. It wasn't bad for you. Right. Yeah, uh, they, let uh, you. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah they did. They encouraged it. It's good. <laughs> It'll mellow the mom smoke, out. Yeah, so my yeah. mom smoked like a chimney. So I wonder how that affected my DNA, right? Oh, and then wow. I grew up breathing that in and asbestos in the basement. There's been a lot of DNA manipulators that, don't that in there. You're lucky to hit well, six foot. Right. I was lucky, lucky at all. And why don't I have hair? I've explained it. Mom.
7: Yeah. Mm. All of
0: her heaters. Um, mm. But it'd be interesting because if you had the stem cell from birth, if you had that umbilical cord and you created a clone of Dave and grew him simultaneously in a smoke-free home, and then you checked both DNAs, obviously it would appear to be the same person, or would it? Would there be triggers that have changed because we do alter and we do evolve and we, you know, our body finds a way to deal with certain things um would would he have come up with irritable bowels <laughs> yeah um, and a okay. full head of hair but well, i've well, got clean well, bowels and bald i don't know how it works
4: there's also the fact that they cannot produce a uh, a clone through a clone embryo they have to use an organic embryo to take dna from that organic embryo sure. so uh, it won't but be an exact clone. they haven't
0: harvested it in really straight clone. and scrapings a mom they didn't take one ovary okay. out that they could do that too Jeez, I am.
4: All scientists are. No, they don't yeah. do that. That's I don't think weird. all
0: scientists.
2: scientists no, all of are them. You know what up. would be a trip mm-hmm. is if, Give if, if, uh, if, second Dave, you offered <laughs> him like a McRib and like a freaking, you know, uh, he'd be like,
0: <laughs> yeah.
4: no, no. oh that, that would not know. be dave dna no exactly
0: well, obviously his dna was the tainted one oh yeah um, <laughs>
4: he'd be the danny I, devito of the twins that's
0: right uh, <laughs> that's what i that, said that would yeah. not work well at all um i i would be up for it i i'm not opposed <laughs> to the concept but my my theory is
4: <laughs> but yeah pretty, you just want to keep making more people that's not well, that's, yeah, cloning I've, I've got 11.
0: no 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 <laughs> It's called breathing. In the concept of cloning, where does the soul originate? Thank does it you. then? Are we getting mm-hmm. a fresh new soul? Boy. Are we getting a fresh new human? Or are we getting a biological photocopy? Like that movie Multiplicity, no. right? Uh, where you're going to get kind of a photocopy. So you're going to get a, a slightly mm-hmm. off version of Dave. Which would be really weird. Because a slightly off version of somebody <laughs> really off already is going to be like Manson Ooh. I think yeah, yeah. Um, but where would that soul come from would we share one soul no no i, don't I know. no i i well, mean we obviously can't tell consciousness or souls stem from that's where so, black eyed oh. kids come
3: from
4: Sheesh. yeah
2: good point there you go
4: i feel like no i mean obviously nobody knows anything but i feel like it's a universal thing i don't think it has anything to do with dna but it still doesn't feel right and it's not going to ever be an exact copy of the clone uh the originator of the clone
2: Yeah, even even that article that the one that sweet tea is referring to it says if we were to if we were to clone a woolly mammoth it would right. still not have the characteristics of a woolly mammoth that would have been alive back in the prehistoric age because it doesn't have the same, it's not learned the characteristics of its environment like it had
4: hmm. back then. But even I think that's wrong. I, I feel like there's a uh, knowledge in your own DNA that will that are instincts that you just know because it's in your DNA, it's learned, it's family trauma, it's whatever, it's generational yeah. trauma, It's it's just there. I don't think it has anything to do with being taught instinct anyway like being taught how to be that animal
0: Mm -hmm. but yeah here's the other part though colonel they've actually done these tests where they've gone in to um embryonic eggs and they flipped the dna switches and they have these chickens have grown fangs um and they've been able to prove and scales they've been able to prove that dinosaurs are more closely related to chickens than Mm. they are to like alligators crocodiles things that we would normally think yeah it's it's crazy there's a documentary out there about it and you can go on youtube and and read and see a bunch of these documentaries that they put up but it's really they were digging deep into it and they were flipping switches just trying to see what they could produce and they were producing baby t-rex chickens basically love it yeah Mm. so uh Mm -hmm. that to me shows that well then they could go in if they know what DNA indicators are looking for and they could flip the switches in the elephant DNA to make it hairy again, especially if they've already got the DNA genetic, you know, aren't they already
2: switching like in regards to whether it's going to be a boy or a girl? I I read somewhere where there There was,
0: what were they calling that? They were calling that, uh, gosh, not customized know, like, genetics but it's something like that it yeah yeah real I don't waiting uh,
6: designer
4: kids I don't
0: know. yeah designer kids where they were talking mm-hmm. about being able to, you could go in and choose hair color eye color um and it's interesting because right then then it comes into the category of if we can go in and turn off the indicators that allow cancer to grow right and other things is that good well and- that's
4: more like stem cell research than clones like just
0: but doesn't it make Def- you wonder, if we remove one peg from the the system, mm. is cancer the least of two evils that might live within us? Yeah. And cancer cells might be holding, tamping something else down that could be, like, Ebola, right? Where you pull it out and at age 10 you just dissolve into a pile of black goo.
4: What wow. are you talking about? That's horrible. Well, That's, that's, nice. to see, that's, that's
0: what yeah. we need to think about, you know?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I want yeah, an but, eye stock that I can look around the corner.
0: Oh, you're still talking about the eye stock. Okay. <laughs> yeah. we, we, we want to have it. an eye as well. <laughs> yeah, great. Periscope great. Yeah. I great. Really fun. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I don't know. Are you I so real quickly, would you allow a clone of yourself if they if science came to you and said, We would like to clone you for science and you know we will let this child live a natural life. He's not going to be stuck in a lab. She's not going to be stuck in a lab. She's not going to be told how to live. What to, she's just going how to much be am I getting like paid? Here. Would you allow it to happen? Gotcha. All about money. Yeah. So this isn't this is an actual duplicate of me. Yes. Yeah. Child will be born and raised theoretically, right?
1: Instead
3: uh, of practicing I mean, on, in the mirror, you would have you to practice yeah. on.
0: So you, yeah, it, obviously, yeah. Mema me, and your dad would not be the ones raising you. So, would, would there you will able to know difference. them in a way, like like mm-hmm. have some type of contact, some like uh, through a,
2: a attorney. No, no, Marty,
0: it's not that deep a question. <laughs> please, yeah, please, yeah. You do work saying, for the you government. Know, like, you
2: know, like me know. And, do work me and, for the
0: government. Can we talk just a little more, word. Red Jay, please? Or no? So,
2: me and Chacha are in a bar, right? And we're like hammering away. you know. Oh, my God. What's happening? I, well, not, yeah, drinking beer, drinking beer. Oh, okay. So, yeah.
3: not okay. so, slamming. It that's... was
2: slamming, yeah. So, yeah. well, no, not even that. Um, but I think if you were able to know that your, you know, your twin had a good liver, then I it would be a little bit I easier to keep. Liver. Yeah. If
4: So doing? you're going to steal hey. the liver from your clone and disregard their life? That's what
2: the that would be, to be, able to use this. As extra parts.
0: Oh, no, no.
4: Absolutely. That's the only reason cloning should ever happen is for...
0: for the worst. They are cloning body parts.
4: Yes. No, that's what I'm saying. Clone the body parts, not the whole friggin' person. That's weird.
0: Liver. Okay, liver. We get it. My actual question, Chachi, would you allow them to clone you for science to see what it... Yes. Yes. Uh, Greg, would you allow there to be a clone of a little Greg? Yes or Gregina, yeah, Gregina, okay. yeah. So, Colonel, would you allow a, a private to be born? Yeah, I think so. I think so.
2: But you know, then again, you got to start looking at it. Okay, we're going to clone everyone. We're go. already running out of room on the Earth as it is, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So now yeah, there's you're no, doubling no everyone automatically. And because you're cloning people, people are living longer because they can take each other's liver now. Back. I want my liver back. <laughs> Wait, what's so happening? It's going to even be a longer lifespans. So you're going to have like people. Do so you think you it's know? because
0: I put them both yeah, on sweet the same P. level for getting didn't that want to break the needle, Hyper. Yeah, that
2: might happen.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. They're like Lego people, you just so, take their liver. Just yeah. Them. The question being, Colonel, would you allow? Yes or no?
2: <laughs> I think I would. Yeah, All I right. think.
0: Yeah. Even after all the ranting, yeah, I still would go for yeah, it. Yeah, why not? not? <laughs>
2: It'd
0: be fun. you know why? It's wrong, but I'd do it. People are going to say, people it's are going to say, in why so do many ways, make... but yeah, let's do it. What the hell? People are going to say, say, why do you always happen? make sweet tea go last? And it's usually because she takes us right off the rails. So I like hey. to try to get the answers out from us, and then we can go That's into the next. Fair. No, no we go on to the next evolution of the conversation because that's where you take us. It's a plus. Thank you. So what about you, Sweet Tea? Would you allow their cloning to occur and and for Sweet Tea Jr. to be made?
4: Yeah. um, The way cloning is, the way they've, uh, shut up, uh, figured it out right now. (laughs) I see Greg making faces. Um, Yeah, sure. Don't make me be responsible for it. I don't want to raise it. That's it. Yeah,
2: exactly. I have enough problems being <laughs> wow. responsible for myself.
4: It's just a kid. It's not even a clone of me. I don't
0: care. I don't P- care. PMC Ryan says, would Greg's clone be purple? <laughs> 100%. If yeah, it's a clone, it life. would have to be. I gotta give
3: it's no purple.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's the only way to go. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, fun conversation. Interesting dialogues. Mm-hmm. At least I thought so. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for being here with us this evening. We will be back next week with more uh, paranormal news, and hopefully, we'll be back up the full compliment. And who knows? Maybe Scott Walter will drop by. Yeah, perhaps. I hope so. Never Birthday know.
6: twin.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. I want to talk to him about a church in Babylon, New York. All right. Okay. Sounds Throw that one
2: out there. I don't right. you know where that came you from, but okay. Ladies and gentlemen,
0: <laughs> thank you for tuning in. We'll see you again next week, right here on the very best in paranormal programming. This is the Paranormal 60 News. <laughs>
6: It's like me, with poltergeists and ghosts and you and UABs. You miss a word, you do a shot. It starts a snowball and we laugh a lot. It's just like drinking with your TV friends. I'll be masked out before tonight's show ends. Dreaming the aliens are taking me away. I'll go wake up until sometime late on Saturday. It's Wednesday night and I'm alone. The paranormal 60s on. Traitors, on. traitors, on. traitors, on. Schrochi and the Colonel and the Paranoid, Detective, always traitors, copy and they all won't be corrected. He's got protected, crazy and some crazy magic tricks. Even Scully cannot save him from the voice of Stevie Nicks. Schrader's Alone, the paranormal 60s are now one day they might even put me on a show. There's a ghost in my Facebook man. I live down there, I know. It's Wednesday night, don't be alone. The paranormal sixties are Strangers on words is on.